Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Conversations with Christopher. With world-renowned psychic, spiritual teacher, and healer, Christopher Reburn. Visit Christopher on his website at www.reburn.org to schedule a private reading with him, view tour schedule, his spiritual audio CDs, and much more. Whether you are a spiritual beginner or a spiritual warrior, Conversations with Christopher is geared towards your continued spiritual learning and development. And now, please welcome Christopher Reburn. Hello, friend. Gosh, that seemed like an awfully long introduction today. It always is when we have Lisa, when we're so excited to bring on somebody that we really love and cherish and and honor. And today is one of those very special days. Joining us today for the 13th time, the phenomenal Lisa Williams is joining us. And, you know, today we're going to talk about a lot of different things that's going on with Lisa, her upcoming event in Lilydale with the Evening of Trance, and lots of upcoming special events that you've just you just have to be a part of if you can. Uh, we're going to talk about continuing living after the heartbreaking loss of a soulmate today, how to know when, a lo- when loved ones in heaven are authentically communicating, what signs to look out for. Lisa always gives so much wonderful information. Her presence in the spiritual arena, geez, it's just as strong, just as strong, as, as powerful as ever as she continues spreading her, me- her message of peace and healing all over the world. And, and she's such a phenomenal friend and guest of the show. Her most recent bestseller, Survival of the Soul, has helped millions of people the world over deal with a loss of a loved one and the true understanding of what really and truly happens when we cross over. A lot of books out there that, that don't get it right. A lot of books out there that don't get that right. This is one of the ones that does. She continues to tour all over the world, sending and spreading her message of love and peace and acceptance. To Lisa, there's no greater gift than the time she dedicates and spends helping others. She's pretty much always been duty first, self second, and she's certainly one of the most dedicated light workers that I've ever met. That's for sure. That's absolutely for sure. And she's beloved everywhere by her supporters, admirers, fans, and followers. And joining us today, without any further delay, we're so thrilled, so always, always so happy on cloud nine to welcome this phenomenal being of light back to us once again, the wonderful Lisa Williams. Hello, friend, and welcome, welcome, welcome back. Thank you, and I can't believe it's been 13 shows. I mean, that is crazy. 
That is really super crazy. And let's talk about that real briefly before we talk about this exciting event coming up in Lilydale. The number 13, we talked about this just briefly before we went live. What does that mean to you? Because I know that you're really in tune with the numbers and signs and things and things like that more than most people. What does 13 symbolize for us today? Well, you know, it's funny because a lot of people think it's very unlucky and, you know, a lot of Mm -hmm, hotels mm -hmm. don't have a a 13th floor and things like that. But I actually find it very lucky. You know, I find it very lucky. And, you know, what's interesting is I was just talking to a client of mine recently and apparently the 13th clock um, of this thing that we were discussing happened to be the lucky plot. And so... You know, it just confirmed to me that, we, you know, the superstition that we often think about number 13 is, is actually not always correct. So, um, mm. you know, I always say if it vibrates with you, I'm very big into numerology. Glynis McCants, um is a phenomenal uh, astrologer, uh, sorry, uh, numerologist. And uh, I look at numerology and astrology, and I have never found anything wrong with the number 13 at all. So I personally oh. like it. Well, that's wonderful. That's really good to share with our listeners today, because with Friday the 13th and of all those silly things on television and things, so I'm so glad that you could share that today. Coming up on Friday, coming up tomorrow, is that right? This year is flying oh by God, so hard. fast. It's hard to imagine, isn't it, Lisa? Already July 21st tomorrow, you're going to be leading this really exciting, this this wonderful event. It's an evening of deep trance. Friends, let me tell you about this before Lisa jumps in, because I know how excited you are personally for this event. She doesn't do these very, very often. This is the first time I've seen anything like this. <laughs> Exactly. So how rare. This is really a a a once-in-a-lifetime, at least for this moment, because this is the only one scheduled. And this exciting experience, Lisa will explain how the spirits blend with her energy, how she allows them to overtake her physical body to deliver messages of love. Now, selected audience members will be able to ask questions of the masters and higher guides who connect through Lisa. The nature of these questions can be about individuals' own personal journey or about any other matter that one has to face here on Earth including what happens when we transition and le- to the other side. And Lisa's guides and elders will talk through her in order for her and you to get the information that will help you the most. But this is not a mediumship message service, but an experience with spirit where you are able to fully connect. This is a phenomenal thing that you're doing, Lisa, for your followers and supporters. <laughs> Tell us more about this and how excited you are personally for this on Friday. Oh, my gosh. So this is actually the first time I've ever done this in public. Um, I've done it in private with many of my students, and a lot of my students have witnessed it. But I started off as a chance medium. Um, This is how I started my work. And then, you know, mediumship became very, very basic. There was a lot of mediumship. And then now what I'm starting to do is I'm starting to specialize. And I went, you know, what the heck, I'm just going to see how this goes over. So I'm super excited. Um, I'm doing a lot of work in Lilydale, a lot of specialist stuff this year, yes. uh, and one being the chance. And so, um, and it's interesting because I had this dream, just to review my dream, that Cindy Kayser, who's another mm. medium I work with, um, that I was in this fairground and that she came up to me and I'd forgotten about this event. And I'm like, no, no, no. Anyway, come beginning of the week. I was like, oh, you know what? I've got a fairly free week. I forgot. I totally forgot on the Monday that I had an event in in New York with Anthony Morocco. And then also the Friday night trance. I was kind of a a week behind myself. 
And I'm thinking, oh, my God, that was my dream. But it was so incredible because found out, as soon as I realized on Monday, I was like, you know what? Because in trance, you have to kind of plant the seed. You have to prepare your energy. You have to plant it all the way through the week. It's almost like an energetic preparation. And so that's what I've been doing. Mm. So I can feel the energy already bubbling, and I'm, I'm super excited. Super, yeah. super excited. And, and, and you it, and there's such a big buzz in Lilydale going on about this. I've heard from so many people that are going, and and those of you that haven't got tickets yet, the limited availability. But please check up online at Lisa's website at lisawilliams.com forward slash events for an evening of deep trance in Lilydale. Uh, this is going to be such a phenomenal event, and people are coming from all over. So those of you that haven't gotten yet. Don't miss out. Don't don't miss, don't wait too long and not be able to go. So please check that out. Lisa's doing this for all of you. She could be doing something something else with her time if she wanted to. This is a <laughs> wonderful gift for anyone to want to go to. Friends, if you're just now joining us, we're talking today with the wonderful Lisa Williams. And let's talk briefly. We're going to talk a little bit about losing a soulmate because I know that you get a lot of people that come to you um, people that are sometimes of a certain age, sometimes of a young age, you know, who knows when a soulmate's going to go. Um, when a soulmate dies and resumes life on the other side and leaves behind a soulmate here on this plane to live again, to continue living, to, to essentially start over again, and when you're coaching your clients, what's some of the first things that you would share with them about the starting over process and how to grieve correctly when a soulmate crosses you know, over. And... It's such a it's such a hard thing. I mean, no one can tell you the right or the wrong way to grieve. Um, when you've lost a loved one, whether they are a soulmate, your mom, your dad, your aunt, your uncle, whoever was close to you, and they just remember they can be soulmates too. It's very very right. hard to you know, to, to know where to go and what to do. And so I would say, I would say to people, take time, take your time and do what you feel is right. There's no rush. First of all, there is no rush. And also then to look for the signs that your loved ones are around, because I'm going to tell you, it's almost like going on vacation. Imagine that, you know, when we Mm -hmm. go on vacation, the first thing that we do is we pick up the phone we text our friends or our family just say, hey, guess what? I made it okay. The flight was delayed. Well, whatever. Okay? Our loved ones do that mm-hmm. exactly the same. They actually make that transition as soon as they're settled. They go, hey, guess what? And that could be in the form of a dream. It could be in the form of a butterfly. It could be in the form of a rainbow. It could be something absolutely obscure that you'll go, is that a sign? And it's when you question it that you have to realize that it's a sign. It's a sign from your loved ones. And so I would always say, look for those signs because they are all around you. Um, but everyone mm. has to grieve in their own individual way. And what is right for one is not right for the other person. And so when someone says, oh, you should be moving on by now, you should be doing this. No, you shouldn't be. If it's not right for you, it's right. not right for you. And I feel, like, right. I feel like people want to rush people through their grief. And the one thing that I will mention, and this is for anybody who is supporting someone who is going through grief, the support mm-hmm. tends to happen for the first month, okay? The first month, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's mm-hmm. piling around, you know, you've got the funeral, you've got everything else, it's like, oh, my God, you've got to deal with things. 
and then suddenly the support finishes. It's like people go back to their own yep. lives. People go back, and that's mm-hmm. when people need it the most. It's those quiet it's times at night. It's those those mm-hmm. early mornings when they wake up in a panic and realize they're not lying next to them. It's that moment where mm-hmm. they just want to pick up the phone and go, oh, my God, guess what happened today? It's those times right. that are the hardest times. And so we must also remember that grieving process doesn't finish a month after that funeral or, you know, two weeks leading mm-hmm. up to the funeral or whatever it is. It is ongoing. And that is a key, key important thing to remember. And and I'm glad that you mentioned that because and and and, and you always always mention you always hit on just the right things to to talk about because it, for a lot of people I think you'll agree with me on this, Lisa. When it comes down to it, uh, when it comes to the month, you know, the one month time after a passing, after a loved one passes, isn't that almost the most difficult time because a month has passed, so much silence, and that's really for some people. I think that's really when it kicks in. Okay, this person really isn't coming back. Yeah. It does kick in, and I'll tell you the reason why is because there's been so much chaos, and I will say chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been so much chaos right. leading up to that True. point. You know, the funeral's done. Everybody has done what they needed to do. Everyone's organizing. You don't have a moment to think, and it is in that silence. Mm-hmm. It's in that moment. And also, the first year is the hardest because you've got the first anniversary. Mm-hmm. You're always going to remember that particular time of month. Um, so let's say it happened around the 13th. You'll always remember the 13th of every month. You'll always be counting the months. You'll always be looking at the mm. photographs. Come their birthday, you'll be thinking about them. Come your birthday, you'll be thinking about any holiday. And the, the, the anniversary of their passing, the first year is always the hardest. And I'm going to tell you now, I've experienced it in many different ways, many ways, shapes, and forms. And mm-hmm. grief is not just that loss of a per- physical person from this earth pain. Grief is also about somebody losing their job, divorcing, child going off to college, whatever it may be. It can still be physical. And so it's also hard. And we have to accept that people react to grief in various different ways. Some get depressed, some resort to drinking, some go out and party, some go out and just read books, some find spirituality. Everybody finds it in a different way. Everyone grieves in a different way. So it's about honoring the way that the person wants to grieve. Obviously, if they turn to alcohol then you know, and, and other things, there is different ways of dealing with that. But it is honoring how that person is grieving and, and just mm-hmm. acknowledging their grief. And I think that is one of the biggest things. And even though, even though it happened maybe a year ago, I'm going to tell you now, as someone who has, you mm-hmm. know, my best friend died, what, six years ago, I'll tell you now, mm-hmm. I had a moment not long ago crying over her, thinking, oh, my gosh, I can't believe she's gone. And so that, that empty space will be there. You'll just fill it with something else, or there'll be something else that will occupy your time. But that hole, sure. that, that kind of loss, will always be that. Mm. And, and I'm so glad that you mentioned that because some some people that um, 
or helping people get through a difficult time. Don't always mention that. And what about the people that are that are helping people get through and perhaps not helping them or guiding them the right way, uh, perhaps in, in saying things like, oh, you're going to be okay. You're going to be fine. Just yeah. give it a little bit. You know, these people have never been through this process themselves. They're so unqualified to give advice like that, and they're trying to help, but really they're not, are they? I mean, to tell mm-hmm. somebody you're going to get over this, you're pretty much discounting their feelings right there and then, right? Yeah, very true. You know, there are we all we it's because we don't know what to say in that moment when we're in that yeah, moment right. not everybody understands what to say because there's that it's that big white elephant in the room and so it's actually best to just sit and listen and to say i'm here for you um to say mm-hmm. that you will get on and you will life goes on i understand that and life does go on Life absolutely does go on. And I have a situation with my now 14-year-old daughter who uh, came to me after her mom died. Um, she actually mm. she said, my mom would want me to be strong, and so I, I, I'm being strong for her. And I went, honey, you don't have to be strong. I don't need you to be mm. strong. I need you to be you. I need you to grieve. And, you know, we had just a, a silly situation. A silly situation. It's funny. Where... I actually was straightening her hair, and I said to her, I said, you know what, we need to get you some better hair straighteners because those aren't good for your hair. And she, she got really upset, and I said, I said, did your mum buy you those? And she said, yeah. I said, well, listen, we have two houses. We have Lilydale, and we have our main house. I said, why don't you keep these in one of the houses, and you can always use them. They'll always be there for you. But I'm going to tell you right now that there are another, there's a, different set of straighteners for your hair that will work better for your hair and she's like okay Mm -hmm. but you could see that just me overriding her mom in a way kind of hurt the feelings Mm -hmm. and there's always going Mm -hmm. to be something that will hurt someone's feelings or remind them and that's when those people like myself or those who are in that supportive role has to acknowledge first of all that we may have actually upset them and also to apologize and say i'm sorry i didn't realize you know and Mm -hmm. i feel like Mm -hmm. it's interesting because uh, also we pussyfoot around things and a friend of mine again that same day a friend of mine said to my daughter she said go and ask your mom about something and so of course you know cat went came running over to me and asked me and then my friend amanda said Oh my gosh, I feel so sad, so bad. I, I said, go and ask your mum. I said, it's okay, because we've had that conversation. Her um, seeing me as mum, and I said she doesn't call me mum, but she sees me as mum. And I said it's okay. Right. And I feel like, you know, those people who are around, when we say something, you know, we just kind of want to brush it over. But I actually said to my friend, I said, if right. you just said, I'm really, really sorry, go and ask Lisa. Um, I'm so sorry. Cat would have just been, ah, that's okay, you know, and so it plays mm-hmm. in the heads of other people. And, mm-hmm. you know, but the one thing that I have discovered in my whole journey of this, this learning curve over the last six months, is that, you know, the grieving often have guilt because they are moving mm-hmm. on with their life. And I will tell those people who are grieving not to have guilt because that guilt is, a, is not an emotion that is worthy because all, right. all the loved ones want is for you to enjoy life, 
is for you to realize that life is hate. Life's too short. Learn from this. Learn that life is too short and live right. life. So there, there will come and, a point and, in that acceptance moment that that happens. And thanks for sharing that because it was so it's so necessary for people to hear that. And I know that's something that you mentioned quite frequently uh, in your appearances uh, throughout the world. And that's what I want to talk about briefly. Lisa's got some really exciting events coming up that she really wants you to be a part of, uh, including this coming uh, Friday night in Lilydale. It's an evening of trance starting on July 31st, right around the corner, Level 2 and Level 3 Psychic Summit, which is really going to be fun. You can join Lisa and her master teachers for a level two and three psychic development course with a certification option workshops across the U.S., Australia, and Norway. Lisa herself will be running the Norway workshop in Bergen. Also, August 5th, level one mediumship uh, going on in Lilydale. It's an all-day Saturday conference, which is good. Uh, followed by that evening with gallery messages in Lisa, with Lisa. Something coming up so exciting. This has really sparked my interest. On August 21st in Lilydale, forensic mediumship, unveiling mm-hmm. the truth to help the authorities. This is the first time you've done this too, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, I hid behind my mediumship for so long. But, uh, you know, I've been helping the police. Um, Scotland, I've helped Scotland Yard. I've helped lots of law enforcement. For decades. Lo- lo- with, for, for absolute decades. I think, I think I've been doing it for about 15 years. And so finally I've decided... Yeah. That, yeah, I finally have decided that I'm actually going to specialize in certain areas of mediumship, and forensic mediumship is one of them. Yeah. That's amazing. And, and those of you that haven't got it, those of you that really want to help the police, because there's so many out there, people that I talk to frequently, this is a wonderful, wonderful thing to go take part of in Lilydale. Uh, also, Norway can't get enough of Lisa Williams. Do you, th- you think you'll ever go to Norway and be old news? I don't think so. I don't think so. They love you there. Lisa's going to be appearing on Tuesday, September 12th in Norway uh, for two hours for to join Lisa for an evening uh, of live show of messages from loved ones. Also coming up, you're going to be making some appearances with Cindy Casa, as you said, uh, coming in September the 19th, 20th, and 21st. Lisa and Cindy will be touring throughout Ohio, uh, including Columbus, Dayton, Uh, and Liberty, Ohio, uh, which is going to be really, really good. Then off to Australia again, another one of your major, major fan bases. October 1st through the 7th, there is going to be a mediumship symposium. Tell us about that and how much you love your supporters in Australia. Oh, I love Australia. I seriously do. Honestly, I would love a house there. Um, but, yeah, the symposium is um, is a group of well-respected mediums, certainly in Australia. And it's a whole week in Uluru, which is Ayers Rock. It's just a phenomenal spiritual vortex. It's incredible. And you have the op- option to learn by all of us. You know, there's lots of different activities. We're going to go looking at the stars, which I can tell you right now I've done that experience. It's phenomenal. Uh, it's just going to be an amazing mm. week. Um, just It's just going to be purely like just full-on spirit-led. Uh, I'm, just, I'm, I'm so excited just to be part of it because as much as it's going to be hard work, it's also going to be re-energizing as well because of where we're at and, and who's going to be with, with us. 
Yeah, it's going to be wonderful. Those of you, it's been a tough year for so many people. A lot of people have lost loved ones. It's been a hard year for finances with a lot of people. It's been a hard year. It's been a struggle. What better way to end the year? What better way to end the year? Friday, November 24th through Friday, December 1st, you can sail the Pacific with Lisa and join Animal Dreaming Publishing and Lisa Williams as they sail the Pacific Ocean while exploring the realms of spirit, the afterlife, the world of being a psychic medium. Lisa's giving up over 15 hours of her time on this cruise. This is massive, up-close and personal training in an evening of messages from spirit. Seven nights, three ports, departs from Brisbane on Friday, November 24th. You love your cruises. And one of the things no, I want to touch I base do. on that some people, some people don't know. Uh, some people have been on celebrity cruises before, and the celebrities like to hole up in their suite the whole time. Lisa is out with her people. Lisa loves people. Tell us about that. You are always out there and so accessible. <laughs> I am. Well, you see, I go to these things alone, so I need people to hang out with, you know, and I, I do. I love it. I, you know, my family aren't coming. Um, you know, I, I'll have some friends on there, some people who are coming who I know. So, yeah, I'm that person. I'm like, you want to do a karaoke? Let's do karaoke. You want to go and drink at the bar? Let's have a drink at the bar. You know, that's how I am. I am so, you, you know, do you want me to join you for dinner? Sure. You know, I'm so mm-hmm. easygoing. As long as I don't have to continually do readings, then that's fair enough. But, you know, yeah. I love it because, yeah. I, honestly, I'll tell you right now, I have met some of my best friends who are fans. You know, some of my best mm-hmm. friends were a medium who were started off as fans because I spend time with these people on cruises and, and mm-hmm. going out into workshops. And I have formulated a bond. You never know who you're going to be sitting with or working with or in the in the workshop with. So for me, it's fantastic. I love it. It's a wonderful thing. And you're always so accessible with all of your supporters. And you always tell them how much they mean to you, which really is, speaks a lot of people could. You should run a course about that for other public figures to, <laughs> to, to, to really show how much That's they good. admire and support their own public and their fans. Lisa offers readings available on her website, uh, and she's been doing this for the last year or two. It used to be you had to go to an event for a reading, but because of popular demand, Lisa once again has put herself all the way out there uh, to help people all over the world with readings, mediumship, psychic readings, soulmate readings, everything. She does it. You can go on lisawilliams.com for more information on that. We've got about four minutes left of our show today. Lisa, can we spend just a moment of time, you know, toward the very end of each show, as we've done for the last 12 episodes together. Um, I always love you to spend just a moment of time just sending a message to those that have lost a loved one. Specifically today, if we could gear that message toward someone, folks that have lost a soulmate. I know you always have so many wonderful messages of hope and encouragement. Could you offer one at this time with our final moments today? Absolutely. And soulmates, you know, they come in various different shapes and sizes uh, and various different forms. It could be an animal. It could be your, your lover. It could be your husband, your wife, your spouse, your brother, your sister, whoever it may be. But that soulmate is always watching over you. If you have a soulmate contract, trust me, that soulmate contract can't be broken. That soulmate contract you may have met in life, but you'll also meet in in passing as well in the transition. Not only that, but they will always be with you. So they will often guide you. They will often take you through journeys. You may find that you'll meet someone and go, oh, my gosh, I feel as though this was divinely set up. 
you'll probably find that your soulmate has set mm. that up. And so knowing that often gives great comfort. But to keep that soulmate alive, trust me, you need to keep that memory alive. You need to keep that connection alive. It will never go, but for you, you need to keep it alive. So write letters. Talk to them every day. Make sure that they're part of your life. Involve them. And then you'll start to have a, a conversation with them. You'll start to have this little voice in the head, this little voice that will come through. And the more that you can bring them part of your life, the more alive that they will start to become, they will feel for you. So that is very, very key. It is, and thank you for sharing that, Lisa. You always have so much to share, and you always bring it. Like I said, this is why I, I keep inviting you to come back, and thankfully, by the sheer voice of God, you always accept and say, say, yes, I'll come back. But thank you for 13 times. We've had so many wonderful memories and looking forward to 100 more. It's always been always such a privilege and honor to host you and to have you on here to promote your work, to promote your journey, to have you share your wit and wisdom with us. It's always an enjoyable experience for me, especially, and of course, for our listeners. Thank you. We love you, Lisa, so, so, so Uh, very much. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to be back, so thank you. Thank you, Lisa. Enjoy the rest of your day, and have a blast this Friday. We'll be sending you lots of love, lots of energy uh, with your Lily Dance. It's going to be so much fun. We can't wait to hear all about it. And, of course, you'll be posting lots of information on Facebook, I'm sure, once you've completed that evening, and hopefully it won't tire you out too much. I will. yourself. I know you're going to be helping so many people, as you always do for decades and, you know, decades more. Uh, as always, such a treat, Lisa. Lots of love to you, and you take care of yourself. Thank you, and thanks to everybody listening. Thanks for the wonderful Lisa Williams for coming back 13 times. Uh, friends, check her out www.lisawilliams.com for more information. You can learn more about her, her journey, and lots more. Okay, I have a to some winners. Okay, yesterday we had a contest on here, and a lot of you entered the contest. So we pulled two winners before the show at random. Minor helped me pull the winners, to be fair, so nobody put any uh, needles through your voodoo Christopher doll, please. Okay, and our winners today are the wonderful Joanne Moody and beautiful Amber Powell, who have both won a $25 Christopher Reburn gift certificate, which you can use towards readings on my website, my classes, and pretty much anything you want, because I'm the boss man, and I say whatever goes you want, you get. Thank you guys for listening today. <laughs> Thank you for dealing with me and putting up with me. Thanks for the wonderful Lisa Williams, her amazing staff at Team Lisa, who are always so supportive of this show and getting her rebooked. Friends, check me out online at my website at www.reburn.com. That's R-E-B-U-R-N dot O-R-G. I love you guys. Thanks for supporting the show. And until next time, a big hug, a virtual kiss to all my lady and friends and everybody out there. Lots of love. Bye for now. Take care of each other. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 